Tito's and Shiner Gonna be an all-nighter And I just might find her At the Whataburger line Dance halls and women But man, I'm wishing That I was fishing by the river Howdy, 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 everyone. Welcome back to a fresh off of vacation episode. We are so rested. We are so relaxed. So relaxed of Texas, the show about some things Texas. And some things not. We're super excited to dive into a new segment today, monthly segment. But before we get there, as always, we have our not sponsor. Seth, who is our first not sponsor for our today's episode? Our first wonderful not sponsor who doesn't give us any money is American <laughs> Airlines. American, American Airlines. Do you have a trip planned somewhere? Not anymore. American, American Airlines. Airlines. Do you want to get somewhere soaking wet and way too late? American, American Airlines. Airlines. Trying to go to Houston, but they're going to take you to Vegas, Montreal, and New York first. American, American Airlines. Airlines. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I got a good one. You got a good one? Okay. We'll our other not sponsor. Sponsor, our other not sponsor for today's episode is American Airlines. American, American Airlines. Airlines. Did Frontier and Spirit have a new baby all of a sudden? American, American Airlines. Airlines. Are you looking forward to watching one movie on the plane and just getting home and time to go to bed at a normal hour? American, American Airlines. Airlines. I didn't even know a crew could just walk off the plane and say, meh, we're not going to do it. American, American Airlines. Airlines. We charge $20 for peanuts. <laughs> Yeah, so obviously we had an experience with American Airlines. Uh, shout out to the Kalispell folks for really trying to make it work. Yes. Being very informative, well, very patient. They did make it work, ultimately. Uh, so what happened, Gunnar? Well, we had, we were about to mm-hmm. fly from Kalispell, Montana to Dallas. And, and originally the flight was at what time? At 1.20 p.m. No, no, no. The original flight. 12.47 p.m. And, you know, day before, we're really sad. We're leaving Montana. We're, I mean, we're excited to come home because we love Texas. Mm-hmm. But we've had a great time with our family. Montana truly is majestic. Oh, yeah. Just if you go there, please pick up your trash. Please leave it the way you found it. Don't ruin it the way that... No, don't ruin it. White people, don't ruin it, please. But we're, we're like, okay, we're going to fly out at 1247 tomorrow. Great. We get to the airport, and it's a small airport. Kalispell yeah. Airport is probably as big as the house we're sitting in right now. Yeah, it was not ready for the amount of people that would flock to it. No, at all, yeah. which is totally fair. And they are like, it's one of those airports where everything is under construction, so you have to walk outside to get yeah. to whatever gate to you're get eventually to going to. Yeah, well, and also there's two terminals with four gates each. Yeah. Meaning there's one door yeah. for four flights every like two hours every yeah every two hours you're going through the same two gates <laughs> so we get there and we go to our gate area when we think we're about to board and there's already confusion already a bunch of people and then we get you know the american airlines update your flights have moved to 130 cool whatever yeah, awesome we're just hanging out again sad and you get that not anxious but just ready feeling like okay now that vacation is over i'm ready to just be home let's yeah. get this travel part over we, with it, we always joke beam me up scotty like yeah that's, exactly that's just the joke. let's get there plus also anyone who likes 
flying, especially home, is a psychopath. Is lying. Getting I, I, airplanes are great. You're yeah. sitting in a chair in the sky. Super cool. It's awesome. It's horrible. The, the process One of the worst is experiences. Um, would almost rather take a and bus. And a lot of people don't handle it well. There's a bunch yeah. of just riled up middle-aged Texans mm-hmm. in the in the gate that are obviously very they are ready to be home. They're ready to be home. We're chilling. Yeah. And then it hits 3:30 when mm-hmm. our new time is supposed to hit and nothing happens. Nothing's going on. And Nobody's to make lining it up at the better, gate. The American Airlines staff at Kalispell Airport does not have a microphone. No. So, so they, they have can't, to shout. They can't come over and be like, "The flight to Toronto is now leaving at this time. John Johnson, we're trying to find you. Please get to the gate." They are literally having to step in front of people and go, your flight is now at 3.30 p.m. American Airlines, Dallas. And half the people are in other parts of the terminal going, what? What? When am I going to Galveston? So that's that's yeah. happening. So that's happening all Super over the place. Super fun. <laughs> As time is, we're getting to 4.30 at this point. Yeah. And people are really... People are unhappy. Lo- they're, they're unhappy. They're like, they're, and there are... To be clear, a million children on this flight. A million children. A full flight. A full flight of children, basically. Yeah. And eventually, we finally hear one of the very kind, cannot say enough, the Kalispell American Airlines employees are great. They were amazing. One of them steps out and yells, we regret to inform you that the crew for this flight to Dallas has clocked out and walked off the plane. Not clocked out. Timed out. Timed out. and Yeah madness ensues oh man people start running i don't know where they were running to but uh, yeah. did you see it I like saw it, a yeah. guy grabbed his bag and, and ran i don't know where he went dallas he ran yeah. <laughs> so you know people are freaking out yeah. you were taking a video of i was it. taking a video yeah, Try, yeah and some old guy looks at your camera and goes thanks pete Buttigieg." which i'm like what is he uh, yeah i have no idea what that's he's got something going on with pete Buttigieg. yeah yeah a personal um, vendetta. So everyone's freaking out, and it's just a whole madhouse. Honestly, the word on, the word pandemonium. It was a fiasco. It works. It was yeah, an it was absolute a fiasco. Fiasco. They tell us that we have to grab our bags. We have to go to baggage go, claim, mm-hmm. get our bags that are supposedly going to come through. Go to the front and try and get like a voucher for get a voucher over. for a hotel, yeah. and then they were going to put they were going to put us on a flight the next morning. Yeah. Cool. Whatever. Great. That's great. We're we, we've been claim. here before, yeah. So we are like we're in that state of this is gonna suck, but it's okay. It's fine. Well, it's yeah. also you know we're out of the, this is out of our control. Hey man, the Stoics would have been proud of us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ryan Holiday. Ryan would, Holiday would. He would full boner. He would, dude. Yeah, Noah. All two and a half inches. Noah would just be like rock hard, you know. And so <laughs> always is Marcus Aurelius. The, it is would, just like you're gonna find his grave and just Marcus Aurelius. Just, it's like ride, why, why is there a mound? Right. Mar- What's yeah. this mound? Anyway, this is inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> but so we go to baggage claim. Stoic boners. And we decide, okay, we'll wait here, Seth. Go. Yeah, I'll, I'll go take care of the hotel do. stuff. We'll the yeah, yeah. We're here. And then you come in and you're like, okay, there's supposedly a flight. Yeah. And they're sending us back through. We have to go in and go back, go back through, through security. security. Come to find out, basically a rogue crew yeah. said, hey, we'll fly we'll them fly. to Salt Lake City. We get on the plane, and we uh-huh. have to wait another like, and two hours. And this is another two hours. This is another two hours. This yeah. whole process. So we go back through security. We board. Finally board a plane. A plane. 
And the captain comes on, and he's like, hey, guys, sorry you have to wait. Uh, we had enough fuel to get to Dallas, but we were having to offload because we are stopping in Salt Lake. Because I guess there was some They weird, have to offload the crew. They have to offload the crew. And, and then a new crew. A crew from Dallas was going to fly to Salt Lake to get, to get us. And back to Dallas. Back to Dallas. We get to Salt Lake. Mm-hmm offload the entire plane and it, but we get there and before they let us off a guy in a neon vest yeah. like pokes his head on yeah and he goes ladies and gentlemen my name's like chris and he's he is the acting american airlines manager for the airport so is that what he, that means yeah. yeah he just said so i'm he, the manager i didn't even know what that meant yeah so he was managing all of the american airlines staff yeah well he goes uh you know we're so sorry yeah yeah. Cannot say enough. Aside from the crew that clocked out and walked off the plane they were well, again, supposed to I fly. Don't, I don't think that was an issue of they wouldn't. I think that is FAA regulations. They timed out. For, yeah, now, whatever it was. We, we could sit here and be like, well, they were on the tarmac for an hour and a half or uh, more. There's a whole... There's, there's a really whole, no one we can blame. There's but nobody do, to blame. Joking aside, all American Airlines yeah. employees did great. Yeah. This, he's like, hey, my name's Darf, and I'm the manager here. Yeah. And we're sorry about this. If you go to gate B33, we have some snacks for yeah. you. And I immediately think these snacks are going to These snack. snacks are going to be, for sure. this is going to be the peanuts. So we go and it's literally a pile of like the, the, the pretzels, fit, the pretzels the, yeah. peanuts, and then veggie sticks. Well, yeah, like, yeah. But not actual celery. Not veggie, the, the, the cracker, the, the veggie, cracker yeah. veggie sticks. They're like veggie sticks. And there were like 10 bags. <laughs> so, so people we, are pissed. So we got a burger. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we got a burger. And uh, oh man, long story short, we finally we get to Dallas. We get, to Dallas. We get our At bags what time? Uh, about one forty-five a.m. Get our bags. We're in my car to drive to mm. Austin by about two thirty. Right, and then we drove to Austin and got back at about yeah. six thirty in the morning. Six thirty in the morning, Tuesday. Montana yeah. was great. Montana was amazing. Uh, check out you know our Instagram pages for pictures. I'm um, not going to give a lot of information. No, no, absolutely not. Because that was that was for us. That was for us. Well, it's also like I love it there. Yeah, and don't ruin it. Don't ruin it. Just don't. If you want to, I understand. Like if you want to go and visit, go awesome. visit. Go Here's visit. my advice. Go visit. Go visit. I'm not going to tell you what to do. And I'm nope. not going to tell you where to go. Nope. Figure it out at all. Figure, Figure it, it out. out. Talk to locals. Yeah, please and tip them. And tip tip well. them. Tip very well. Uh, so yeah, it was a great so vacation. Was it was awesome. Really, the only thing I missed was this, this podcast. Yeah. This is the only thing I've actually missed while we were gone. Oh man, and the uh, the podcast they uploaded Monday. I thought I had pre-planned, and I had, <laughs> but, but something hey, happened. Tech stuff. So I actually yeah. ended up having my roommate upload it from remote, in here. And I, yeah. yeah, it happened. So, we yeah. got it done. We're dedicated. Thank y'all for listening. That's all I'm saying. So. That's how we got that back. That being said, shouts down American Airlines. Shouts up. Since we're Texan, we'll be Southwest from now on. Right. But we got some stuff to talk about. We got some stuff to talk about. What uh, happened once upon a time in Texas history? Once upon a time. Once upon, once upon a time, time in Texas history. We are going all the way back to May 11th, 1953. Whoa. Where we had Texas' worst ever tornado. Oh. The deadliest tornado in Texas history. Uh, violently killed, <laughs> as opposed to one, gently, 114 people, and injured uh, five, uh, 153. Whoa! Yeah. So the deadly. Oh wait, here we go. Killing 114 and uh, injuring 597. There oh my we go. gosh! So the Waco tornado holds the somber title of deadliest tornado in Texas history since 1900, striking the heart of the downtown area at the end of the workday. Many people were caught unaware of the impending severe weather. 30 hmm. people were killed when a six-story furniture store collapsed. Was it the while, silos? 
while five of those were killed in their cars. The destruction was so massive, survivors had to wait up to 14 hours to be rescued, and some bodies could not be recovered for several days following a disaster. Whoa. Which is crazy. And uh, somehow, despite knowing that, I still hate Waco. I, oh, I wish another one would blow up. In through. fairness, I think that was just God. I like, think I think he was trying to tell us something. Yeah. Like, hey, just don't hey, let this. By the way, we drove through Waco at like 4.30 in the morning, and yeah. there was still there traffic. There was still bumper to bumper traffic. What the heck, Either Waco? God was trying to say, hey, let's just not do this because yeah. of the highway, or he was saying, I hate Baptist, and Baylor's here, so let's just wipe that out, too. So monetary damages topped $41 million, which equates to uh, $310 million in 2006 Holy dollars. crap. So that is the the worst Waco, tornado, the worst in, tornado, the deadliest tornado in Texas history happened in Waco, Yikes. Texas, May 11, 1954. I am tempted now if I have like an athletic, if I have like an athletic kid to yeah. like move to Waco and they become, you know, really good at what they do, and I'm like his nickname is the Waco tornado, the Waco tornado, or her nickname is the Waco tornado. Do you want to hear about our small town of the week? I do. So, our small town of the week is Goliad, Texas. Goliad! It is a city in Texas. Okay. Known for the 1836 Goliad Massacre during True. the Texas Revolution. Hell yeah, brother! And as of 2022, it had a population of 1,620. To be clear, Travis is not going to try and kill... Er, uh, Travis and Bowie were at the Alamo. Mm-hmm. Why can't I think of who... Who was it, Goliad? Houston. Houston's not, like, trying to kill people there anymore, right? Correct. Although some say his ghost still haunts Goliad and walks around. Well, if you're in Goliad... about where the capital should If you're in Goliad, you're most likely safe, but keep your head on a swivel. Keep Keep your head on a swivel. So, this is interesting, and they're connected. In 1902, the Goliad tornado devastated the town, (laughs) killing 114 people, (laughs) including Sheriff Robert Shaw. (laughs) It is tied for the deadliest uh, and the 10th deadliest in the United States history. Holy crap. Crazy, right? Wow. Yeah. So there you go. That's Goliad. We obviously know it for the Massacre of Goliad. Yes. Uh, And it was a very influential town in Texas history. True. Sometimes referred to as the Second Alamo. True. And we actually won that one. We actually won that one. Yeah. Oh, we won the oh, battle. Oh, we won the battle. That's why we always forget to remember that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> and that's Goliath, Texas. Heck yeah. Yeah. There I you love go. that. Short and sweet. That was good. Thanks, man. I like that. And you want to hear that. about our badass? I always want to hear about our badass. So, our Texas badass of the week is none other than Eric Marlin Bishop, born December 13th, 1967, known professionally I'm, as say it jamie fox jamie fox uh he's an american actor comedian singer recipient recipient recipient, recipient. of various accolades including an academy award a bfta award a golden globe award a grammy and a sag award and now a texas award and now a texas award which is the one that really matters the most important and argue like there's an argument that he's the most talented entertainer the to ever live. Single most talented yeah. ta- ever. Like Justin yeah. Timberlake is maybe up there. I would have to see him do. He would have to get either he would have an to Oscar be a or good actor. yeah. Well, he would have to do a serious role. He's mm-hmm. really never. He's never really done that. Done. It's and it's it's funny when Justin Timberlake and it's fine. Yeah. Like oh, it's Justin Timberlake. Hey. It's, it's funny. Especially in Love Guru, right? Right. <laughs> One of the best movies ever made. One of made. the best comedies ever. Um, Top 10 Mike Myers movies. Yeah, exactly. Probably number 10. Um, 
of 11. A little bit of background on our friend Jamie Foxx. Eric Marlon Bishop was born, like I said, December 13th, 1967 in Terrell, Texas. He is the son of Daryl Bishop, renamed Shahid Abdullah following his conversion to Islam, who sometimes worked as a stockbroker and Luis Annette Talley Dixon. Shortly after his birth, Fox was adopted and raised by his mother's adoptive parents, Estelle Marie Nelson, a domestic worker and nursery operator, and Mark Talley, a yard worker. Um, he had little contact with his birth parents who were not part of his upbringing. Fox was raised in the Black Quarter of Terrell, which was at the time a racially segregated community. He was often acknowledged. He has often acknowledged his grandmother's influence in his life as one of the greatest reasons for his success. Yes, um, he began playing piano at five years old, and as a teenager, was a part-time pianist for the choir in Terrell's New Hope Baptist Church. His natural talent for telling jokes was already in evidence as a third grader when his teacher would use him. Um, when his teacher would use him uh, as a leader in like plays at the school. And even he would get up uh, to, get, to get the class to behave well. She would have him get up and tell jokes, which is really cool. That's hilarious. Um, he attended Terrell High School, where he received top grades, played basketball and football. His ambition was to play for the Dallas Cowboys, and he was the first player in the school's history to pass for more than 1,000 yards. Um, and he also sang in a band called Leather and Lace. Well, one of the most interesting things, I think, is that he could have been a professional football player. Easily. But correct me if I'm wrong. He went to Juilliard. He didn't go. To, he went to he the went United to, States International University, there you go, there you which go. is still a performing arts yeah. uh, university. He went performing arts, and he studied uh, musical and performing arts and composition. There you go. So just uh, phenomenally talented, talented, and we can just, look forward to just a just murderer. <laughs> <laughs> and we can look forward to seeing him reprise uh, the you know Mike Tyson in Mike Tyson's biopic. Wait, is he really? Yeah. That's that's his next big one. That's gonna be fun. Yeah, that's gonna be fun. Oh, dude, Ugh. I just I can't wait because like you remember in Ray Charles, he got the voice, but mostly it was like the head movement. Yeah, the head he had, movement. He had that like that yeah. head movement just uh-huh. nailed it. So the head movement. So for... I'm looking. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing. I'm like, also looking forward to him doing. Obviously, he's Mike gonna get the voice. He's like, gonna get the voice right, pretty you know? good. He's gonna get the voice pretty good. And then he should pr- pull a uh, what is it, Austin Miles or the guy who plays. Oh Elvis. yeah, yeah, yeah. He uh, should pull Austin one of those. Butler. Pull an Austin Butler. Imagine that, dude. That'd be fun. Imagine because at least for Austin Butler. It's more just, you know, he kind of... He, he just kind of talks softly. It's like, hey, man, shut up. Dude, just we get talk, it. We get it. You're Elvis. What's the over-under that that's like a publicity thing? <sighs> it is a publicity thing. Also, just real yeah. funny thing, when he's fat Elvis, he looks mm-hmm. like uh, Justin Long as the walrus. He does look like Justin Long. Really, I, I was having that I'm thought. I'm waiting for that meme to come out. Well, because it, obviously they must have used like a similar makeup or like the latex must have something. been like something about the lighting and the and the makeup. Or it's a deep fake of Justin, of Long, Justin Long as the walrus. <laughs> all to That'd say, be so funny. All, all to be, say... All to say, Jamie Foxx is super talented. I mean, can you imagine Jimmy Fallon just being a C-word? Like, dude, you're so great in this movie. It's so good. Tell us more about it. And he's like, well, it was really fun it was when really I was fun. playing Mike Tyson because I just <laughs> had to do the voice and I would get the face tattoo. It was really fun. And he's like, you're still doing the voice. And he's like, what do you mean? What do you mean? Dude, this, I, this is how I talk. <laughs> I don't drop. Do you know what's funny is how close Mike Tyson is to um, Jay Leno. A lot, yeah, it's yeah, it's there. it's a it's similar kinda, thing, yeah, right? Because it's high pitch. It's, it's, it's a little high pitch. It back, pulls you pull yeah, it back pull it at back. the end of the sentences. Yep, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then you just have a little like bobbing, and you're bobbing. good. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, that's our Texas badass. <laughs> Those are our Texas badasses. Um, kicking it back to death that you were talking about a minute ago, and Montana. They're tied. Yeah, they're tied. We were talking. We tried not to talk work while we were on vacation. Yeah. 
Um, but you know what? This doesn't work. This is fun. It's fun. And, it comes uh, up. And, you know, we we are not ever going to be a show for everybody. No, no, no nor, one nor do we want to be. Is for everybody. But we did notice we were lacking a specific demographic. Yeah, we've got a lot of dudes tuning in. Lots of Shouts dudes. Shouts out, dudes listening. Texas Sausage Party is going to be next month. Next um, month. Uh, in, I'm making flyers. It's going to be great. Yeah. Good flyers coming up. But we're like, man, we don't have enough women listening right. to this show. And we don't get that. We don't we're, understand. We're like, in touch with our yeah. feminists. I mean, we don't get it. So we were brainstorming, like, like, what can we do? What can we do? What do we talk about to get more women to listen to the show? And we were like, what? What do women love? Murders. Murders. So, so, without further ado, we would first. like to introduce the first segment of our once monthly segment for each episode: the Texas Murder Files. Texas Murder Files. Most of it's fact. Some of it we don't know. Specifically, this one is interesting because we. No, we know this person. We know all the. We people know all involved. the people involved. I went to high school with every single person. Involved I was in, in the same class. In the same class, as one of them for my entire life. Mm-hmm. Not just that, her last name is Rodriguez. Yeah, mine is you Rogers. Stood next to her. I stood next to her at graduation. To be clear, some of the things that we're going to say are hearsay, are rumor. Mm-hmm. They are not confirmed. And we will do our best to say this and is hearsay. I'm going to do my best to make sure that the things in the police report mm-hmm. that are public knowledge those are the things we say this definitely happened yes. right so everything else uh take it as a grain of salt take it as small town gossip whatever you want but it is interesting the murder of ethan cole the decapitation yes. of ethan cole so it was like late summer early mm-hmm. fall of 2014 so june 17th is whenever they reported Mid-summer. ethan cole missing missing he was reported missing yeah. ethan cole was actually pretty known around mm-hmm. our around small town, town as an amazing musician. One of the best guitar players Dude. you could ever see. So good. And well, such a such a sweet kid. One of the sweetest guys. He was in theater with me. Yeah. He was friends with a couple of the circles I ran around mm-hmm. with. Really, you know, just a solid, sweet kid Yeah, at that time. Grew up to not be as... The sweetness was always there, I'm sure. sure. As a character trait. But it's a small town. Small town. Uh, for certain people, you get into things that aren't necessarily good or, on the right path. Or and those right, you know, those wrong paths can lead to some pretty horrific things. Mm-hmm. So at some point along the way, Ethan had started dealing meth. Yes, that is probably the, doing it. As that well. is not confirmed in any of the reports I read. I don't know if it was in yours. I didn't read any reports okay. that confirmed it. But that is the known. That is a that is a known quantity. A, that a known we, have, we know enough people here. So Ethan Cole, a guitarist, didn't uh, couldn't figure out what to do after high school necessarily. Needs some extra money. Starts, starts stealing meth. Yeah, rides his motorcycle, plays his guitar, yeah. deals meth. Yeah, there you go. It is a you know it's it's an oil town. Meth is something that is in high demand. Yep. Um, really just most drugs most drugs but it's yeah. specifically amphetamines yeah. and uppers yes. uh, truck, cocaine cocaine methamphetamine meth, uh you know meth, that type cocaine. of thing <laughs> poppers yeah uh <laughs> so, so he's dealing meth and then another bit of hearsay mm-hmm. and correct me if i'm wrong here yeah. he was dating this girl right her name is lauren uh, rodriguez lauren Roger- yeah she, this is public who, records so he's four say. years younger than than he was Lauren she's my age right yeah my grade the person that was next to me at graduation dating her mm-hmm. she sleeps with this guy Chance York who is also who was the he was the the go-between yeah as I understood this is the hearsay part mm-hmm. 
as I understand it, Chance was the go-between between the cartel and distribution. So yeah. he w- he was the person who, and I remember going to high school with this guy. Yeah. He was in my grade. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he I think it was held back a year. But mm-hmm. um, <laughs> he was in my grade. I remember playing football with him mm-hmm. one year. And he would talk about his cousins who yeah. were dangerous mm-hmm. and was proud of that. Yeah. So the the rumor is he had cousins in the cartel who would give him meth and then he would deal it. Yeah. So he was the go-between. He was the whole thing. You would call that like what? A low-level cartel something. Yeah, something. You're like, if we're talking like Italian mob, right? This is somebody who's not what you would this say. Is a, this, this is somebody who's not even a soldier. Well, this, is like, no, this is somebody who's not made. Yeah. Uh, once you're made, you're in. Like mm-hmm. you're in the family. They can't touch you. He's not made yet. He's not made yet. Yeah. Um, and the cartel also works differently. Yep. But that is, as I understand it, he was the distribution hub. Yeah. Right? He would take it from Mexico and then distribute it throughout to, Texas. To dealers throughout dealers Texas. To dealers in Texas, yeah. It, there you go. So, as I understand it, he started sleeping with Cole's girlfriend. Yep. Uh, and they maybe got a little high on their own supply mm-hmm. and hatched a plan. To go get rid of... Ethan. This person, Ethan. So uh, in the police report, in the police it does report. say that in Ethan's trailer, mm-hmm. a guy and a girl showed up in a white Dodge pickup truck. Yes. Bumper missing. Bumper missing. Came in uh, and pretty front, aggressive. Front grill missing. Front yeah, grill yeah. missing, yeah. Came in and pretty aggressively told him. Two eyewitnesses you're coming say with that us. two guys grabbed him and, and, and was like. You're coming, it wasn't they, it wasn't a violent struggle, but, but the, the eyewitnesses say they were aggressive, aggressive and that they forced him to yeah, go with them. To go with them. Yeah. And then he goes missing. Then the he goes two missing. Two eyewitnesses said they also saw a girl in the truck. In the truck. Yes, they did say so that. Two eyewitnesses saw that. That's in the police report. Yes. There's also... So his body was found on June 23rd. Mm-hmm. So that's... I can't do math. Six days. Six days missing. Six days missing. Mm-hmm. Um, another witness said that he got a ride in Chance's car yeah. where he saw a lot of blood. Yes. Well, before we get there... Yeah, yeah. Here's the interesting thing about a murder like this. It's a small town. Small town. Even though he's Ethan's not in high school. Chance, these are like adults, but it's yeah. still a small enough town where even people who don't buy from Ethan are like, where's Ethan Cole? Where's Ethan Cole? Yeah. What? People like, down at Cassidy's are like, where's So here, there's Ethan? this thing in small towns and even bigger towns. People who play instruments end up in church bands. Yeah, always. I promise you he was part of a church band of yeah. some kind tangentially mm-hmm. and somebody was like, he didn't show up for band practice. Where is he? Yeah. So that starts the search. Mm-hmm. Eventually, as a missing person's case is being filed, one of the eyewitnesses comes in, mentions having been in Chance's car yep. and seeing a lot, lot of, of blood, blood in the seats. Which is enough for a search warrant. Search warrant. Once that comes out, the other eyewitness comes and has a video on his phone mm-hmm. of, of Chance and Lauren very poorly attempting to cut off Ethan's head. Rumor has it. Rumor has it. It was like a kitchen knife. Yeah. So. And in the police report, it mentions that Cole's face and hands were extremely bloodied. Mm-hmm. His hands were tied behind his back. Mm-hmm. Beheading is a uh, cartel move. Mm-hmm. They do not mention that the body was headless. So yeah. it is unclear whether they succeeded in their efforts. And actually removing the head. But part of the reason they were both, you know, charged with first degree murder mm-hmm. is that video evidence. Yep. Like, completely damning evidence. Yeah. Thankfully, I mean, the search ended really quick. The search was fast. This wasn't one of those. We never found the person. And they they arrested arrested Chance and Lauren in Bayar. Well, yeah, near San Antonio, Yeah, near San Antonio, yeah. So they find them. They arrest them. They arrest them. 
another small town thing, the case went pretty quick. Went it was pretty like, quick. we have a video. We yeah. found you guys. Yep. But yeah, the, the rumor has it that they videoed trying to cut off his head and basically were unsuccessful yeah. and then panicked. Yes. Um, the other thing they found, I don't know if this is in the report you read. That's what I'm, I'm looking at. Like I read a report one. that talks about his hands were tied behind uh-huh. his back with cotton rope, uh-huh. but they found longer cotton rope mm-hmm. in the, bed of, in the, the truck, bed of the truck, meaning he possibly could have been dragged possibly behind the truck. Yeah. They also found evidence that the blood in the car had tried, like, there was bleach. They had tried, they had tried to, clean to clean it. it up. Yeah, same yeah. report. Yeah, this is so. If you want to read the full report, it's uh, we'll link it in the bio. Yeah. It's a Newswest nine, nine report. It has all this information. So, white girl, is you happy now? In the fallout, uh, so Chance York pled mm-hmm. guilty to obviously to first degree murder. Um, I think they stepped his charges down so that he is now spending forty eight. It's like forty eight years, years in prison. In prison. Lauren is now out. Is out. She She's could be out. listening to this right now. She could be. Which kind of scares me now that I'm saying that out loud. Lauren, don't listen to this. Yeah. If you're we, listening, stop. We were on vacation um, and mom was like, hey, that girl yeah. Lauren who murdered a guy, she's out. And, and she, we were like, She had How? been in Andrews County Jail. Like, yeah. They didn't put her in like a, you know, the big spring. Mm-hmm. They put her in the county jail. And I'm just saying, with all this talk about equality these days... Does she stay in longer? Does Chance sure. come out now? Sorry, too far. Um, Trading off some senses. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just feel like there might, like, are we doing like conjugal visits? How's this gonna work? Yeah, I'm like, we talked about. How do you think she got out? Because there is video evidence of her, of her murdering a person. I think her lawyers convinced the the DA or whoever mm-hmm. that she was an accessory, that she was young, that she was under the influence, mm-hmm. and that while guilty of being an accessory to murder, she did not act. In any way, in, yeah, yeah, in that capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she has kids as well, so I think that helped. Is mm-hmm. like she has kids, she has kids, yeah. Uh, children. I, I know, I know. It's it's one of these that things. She that's doesn't super have messy. legally legal custody. Of. No, she doesn't. Sean um, Shyrock got legal you. custody of those kids when we were seventeen. Isn't that crazy? Wild. Small I should towns. probably stop saying people's you names. Should probably stop saying people's probably. names. The only reason I was comfortable um, saying you, their names. Do you want me to bleep the uh, your friend's name? Ah, leave it. Okay. Um, they're not listening. Fair enough. They're probably back. Gosh dang it! <laughs> stop it, Gunner. <laughs> so, um, in fairness, I'm from Andrews, and yeah. I I get the desire to just like go crazy and kill people. That makes <laughs> sense. I can see how Andrews would do I've, that too. I've you. lived there. I've I get lived it. There. I get it. <laughs> I get the order here. Like I'm bored. Meth. Hmm. Murder. Mm, murder. Um. Mm. All no. to say, one. We hope that There's all no the ladies That's out there are happy, staying safe. This was a soft Not launch. Doing meth. If you are from a small town or any town, and there yeah. is a local murder that we'll, we'll read about and talk about your it. attention. Here's the thing: we don't really like talking about this. No, but, not really. But it's interesting. It isn't. Well, the and interesting part is it's part of our inclusive initiative. Well, that's is, you know, man, and I may regret saying this. They always say like, "Oh man, like uh, of murderers." Like, yeah. I never would have known. He was so nice. I knew Chance York. Called it. Called it. Called it. Well, and here's a really. It's easy to feel bad for Ethan Cole, for sure. Well, yeah. anyone who gets murdered, honestly, short of Especially like... Especially in that way. Child rapist, because it, it killer, sound, that's fine. It sounds like he was drugged behind a pickup truck. Yeah, and then, and then beheaded. And then beheaded. Horrible. Horrible Horrific. way to die. He was arrested in Odessa for indecent sexual acts with a minor mm-hmm. like two weeks before this happened. Yeah. So there's a weird like... 
Oh. Ah, there was some bad stuff going some on. Some bad stuff going on. All to say, if you have any murders from Texas that you want us to explore, send them our way. Right. Once a month. Once a month. We will, we will put, do this once we'll a month. We'll put out the ladies episode. Because it is dark. It is super dark. It is super dark. I feel gross. Did you see him? Not sponsored by meth. <laughs> Not sponsored uh, by meth. You know what? Uh, just real quick. Just real quick. Disclaimer. Don't do meth. Don't do meth. If you're thinking about it, maybe don't. don't it, we're anti-meth. Take a second. Have two espressos at once and see if you like it. See if you like that part. Um, you know, yeah. Let's start. Let's start small. Start small. Start small. Well, don't progress. Don't progress. You yeah, know? you're kind of implying that there's a progress. Stop small. Just say no. No. There we go. Thank you, Nancy Reagan. <laughs> Dare to do drugs. Um, <laughs> do you remember the pencil that was like? Um, it was like don't do drugs. Yeah, but you and could, you like, erase it to do drugs. Do drugs. <laughs> like, this, this was good. This was fun, guys. Fun one. <laughs> anyway, you um, know what makes people want to do drugs? Talking about talking drugs about drugs all the all time. the time. <laughs> so it's really Nancy Reagan. It's really Nancy Reagan's fault for um, for this murder. For this it's part. really her fault. Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> did you see? <laughs> I did. Yeah. So we're driving back from Dallas, uh-huh. and it is late. And at this well, point, well, it's early. <laughs> well, yeah, it is early. We've been awake for forty-eight hours more, a lot a over twenty-four. Time. Like a lot of that in yeah. airports, in mm-hmm. airplanes, not fun places to be awake. Yeah. And we are driving back to Austin from Dallas. It's about a three-hour drive, not super long, just long enough that something bad could happen. Yeah. Oh yeah. And you and I decide that at some point we're going to switch off. You yeah. start, I finish. Mm-hmm. And we'd gotten to that point where you were just too tired to keep going. Yeah, I was like, I can't anymore. <laughs> Something was going to happen if we kept if we kept it up. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, I'm on maybe 450 milligrams of caffeine. Yeah, you know? so you're good. I'm basically methed out. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> and I'm not worried that I'm going to fall mm-hmm. asleep, but I am worried that I might start swerving a little bit as I'm jittery and tired at the same okay. time. And... It was as though God opened the heavens and sent down a flash of yellow light. The Waco tornado. The Waco tornado. <laughs> Lance Armstrong himself. <laughs> like a yellow Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, oh. he led me through the night all the way from Waco back to Austin, <sighs> keeping me in the middle of the lane, safe and sound. Uh, tour to Lance. Tour to Lance. Forever and always. Bye, Bye y'all. Bye, y'all.